Hello everyone, it's me, your boy D, and I'm here to give you this piping hot tea. So I just wanted to jump on here and just do a quick little podcast for you all. So I'll be giving my opinion on Beyonce's um, album Renaissance, which came out yesterday, and the controversy surrounding it. So let's begin. So the first major controversy that surrounded Renaissance was, it was slated to come out the 29th, which was yesterday. On her website, that's the, you know that was the date that was given for it to drop. Unfortunately, the album leaked online on Wednesday, and you know, and in certain stores like in France and in Spain and in Europe, they were already selling the album in stores. And there are people, you know, going on Twitter saying they got the brand new album and whatnot. There are people bragging about how they listened to the whole album on some of these illegal um, sharing sites. And I will say this. The Beehive annoys a lot of people and people feel like it's a cult, which I, a part of me does think it is a cult. But I will say, when it comes to Beyonce's music, they be on it. Because when I tell you the Beehive was was reporting pages left and right on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and them pages got shut down, and whole people and whole channels and stuff got banned, yeah, they did that. You know, a lot of a lot of people in the Beehive were saying they were not going to listen to the song because that's not what Beyonce wanted. Um, a lot of people were comparing this situation to what happened to her album Four, which was a decade ago. And for those of all who don't know, if you look at Beyonce's discography, her album Four is her lowest-selling album. Not because the album was bad or anything, because Four actually is it's still a good album. It's because that album leaked just like this one did. And this is before streaming. Well, this is before streaming became popular. Okay, 2010, 2011, people were still buying CDs. But, you know, the internet was just now, you know, getting up to the point where you can, you know, download stuff for free or, you know, illegally off of YouTube, off of sites like LimeWire and FrostWire and stuff. And, you know, that's what happened with Beyonce's four album. You know, people got the album for free and then pay and get the CD. And, you know, it looks like, you know, her album didn't do as well because Billboard doesn't count those illegal shares. But, you know, the album did well. When Beyonce performs in them songs from four, you know, the whole place still goes crazy. But after four, that's when she started doing these secret album drops. And, you know, a lot of artists who've been leaked have been doing them as well. Taylor Swift, you know, did two um, album drops, surprise album drops. Um, And, you know, Taylor Swift music got leaked around that time, as well as Drake, who um, secretly dropped that Honestly Nevermind that I talked about a few episodes back. So, you know, you know, these leak, the leakings of the past is why Beyonce was doing a surprise album. And, you know, the one time that, you know, she did a traditional album rollout, you know, it gets leaked. And, you know, I do think that's unfortunate. But this is what Beyonce said on her website in regards to this leak. She said, so the album leaked and you all actually waited until the proper release time so you all can enjoy it together. I've never seen anything like it. I can't thank y'all well enough for your love and protection. I appreciate you for calling out anyone that was trying to sneak into the club early. It means the world to me. 
Thank you for your unwavering support. Thank you for being patient. We are going to take our time and enjoy the music. And I will continue to give my all and do my my best to bring you joy. I love you deep. So that was that controversy. Then the other controversy, and this is on Thursday. Mind you, this that, that first one was on Wednesday. So on Thursday, the singer Khalees came out and said it was stupid and disrespectful of Beyonce to sample her song, um, Get Along With You, on Renaissance with the song Energy. Now, again, this is before the album officially came out. So, you know, I'm going to play you all this video of what Khalees said, and then I'm going to give you all my commentary on this. So here we go. For one. It's not even like I'm a human being, so I get pissed off and I get ticked off, right? I'm an artist, so I am, as Erica said, I'm sensitive about my shit. The reality is, okay, is that my real beef is not only with Beyonce, because at the end of the day, she sampled a record, she's copied me before, she's done it before, so have many other artists, it's fine. I don't care about that. The issue is, is that not only do are we female artists, okay, black female artists in an industry that we there's not that many of us, right? We've met each other, we know each other, we have mutual friends, it's not hard, she can contact, right? Ash Nico, who's what, 20? She's a young white girl. She reached out when she freaking like, it's just common decency, right? It's common decency, especially because, because as so many of you pointed out, as though I don't know, let me help you, okay? I know what I own and what I don't own. I also know the lies that were told. I also know the things that were stolen, publishing was stolen, people were swindled out of rights. It happens all the time, especially back then. So it's not about me being mad about Beyonce. Everyone's like, a she, you're all sheep. And I'm talking to the people who are obsessed and blind, just like, Ooh, like it's so dumb. It's so ignorant. It's so ignorant. She's one issue because it was stupid and disrespectful and she should have at least reached out. But the real issue is the fact that the people like Pharrell and like Chad, who Chad really is like an amoeba and just, he's spineless, it's a miracle he can keep his neck up. But Pharrell knows better. This is a direct hit at me. He does this stuff all the time. It's very petty. Very, very, very. And the reality is, is that it's frustrating. I have the right to be frustrated. Why? Because no one had the human decency to call and be like, yo, hey, I'd like to use your record. Which, by the way, the reason I'm annoyed is because I know it was on purpose. This is not like some, oh, they were in the studio. And was, no, no, this was an on-purpose direct hit, which is very passive-aggressive. It's very petty. It's very stupid. And I'm going to say what I have to say. I don't mince my words. So all of you Beyonce fans, knock yourselves out. I'm not mad like that. It's not about me being jealous. Jealous of someone using my song? That's the dumbest, most ignorant thing I've ever heard. Like, grow up. I was not thinking about her or no one else. Not even on no shade. Just not thinking about living my greatest, best life, as I always do. So it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that from one artist to another, you should have the decency and the common sense and the courtesy to call, reach out, a manager, an agent, anybody just be like, yo, heads up, this is what we're thinking, this is what we're doing. Even if you're going to do it anyway, just common decency. Like I said, it's happened before where people at least had the, the wherewithal to be like, yo, using your record, we understand that like Pharrell totally swindled you out of your stuff. Just want to get the respect because that's what you do, right? No, that's not what happened. So grow up, okay? I don't miss my words. I say exactly how I feel, when I feel it, how I feel it. I don't care who likes it or doesn't like it. It is what it is. These are facts. This is not opinion. Okay? These are facts. Later. So just to add to my thought, <laughs> here's the issue, okay? This is not about, really not about Beyonce or anything else for that. The reality is, okay, and I said what I said, so still all facts, okay? But the reality is that this is more about the fact that, like, there's a lot of hypocrisy and there's a lot of nonsense. So we've got Pharrell, who did a video, uh, sorry, an interview 
I think last year talking about artists' rights and how people should be able to rework their deals and artists should be getting credit for what they've done and all this stuff. Or in reality, when I was signed to him, I had the same manager that he had and he has writing credits on my records, okay? All my singles, coincidentally. And he never wrote a song, a lyric, a day in his life, okay? And so yeah, that's a problem. Number two, we've got Beyonce, who, like I said, out of human decency and artistry and female, just all of the stuff she sings about, all this empowerment and stuff, I don't talk about it, I am about it, okay? So the reality is, all of this female empowerment, it only counts if you really do it. If you're really living it and walking the walk. Don't just talk the talk, it's real cute and fun to sing all these girls' songs. Come on now, let's be real, all right? And then thirdly, you want to talk about Pharrell's like, oh, cause I'm heavy. I'd be happy too if I was still in all kinds of books publishing and writes the songs and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I actually really wouldn't be happy for the people. But the point is, okay, is that there's a lot of hypocrisy and someone has to talk about it and bring it up. And it just so happens that I'm, I was thrown in this. It's not like I look for it. I was actually last night, I was posting on my Bounty and Full page, just doing my own thing. And then I saw one of my fan pages and someone was like, oh, this is a collaboration. Collaboration between B and Cleese. No, it's not a collaboration. It's called thievery because the collaboration, the definition of collaboration, it means that we are working together. There's no working together if you are not even checking to see if everything's cool. That's a problem, okay? I would never do that to another artist, for real. I never have, I never would. Why? Because what's the point? If I like it so much, why wouldn't I just be like, yo, I really like it. Can I use it? What's the, like, whatever. That doesn't happen, right? It's nonsense because some people, I don't know if they, I don't know what they think. I really, I don't even care. The point is, something has to be done about it. I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm not going to top off all the time. I'm saying what I have to say because it's true, okay? But I do think that something needs to be done. It happens to a lot of artists. It happens all the time. And I think that really something needs to change. This just might be the fuel that I needed to actually do it because honestly, I try to keep to myself and stay out of the drama, but if it keeps coming to me, what else am I going to do? Right? That's all. So say what you want to say. So that's what Khalees said. And, you know, when when this came out, people were dragging Beyonce, calling Beyonce a thief and stuff. And like I said, this is before the album dropped. Um, and, you know, but I understand why people were saying that about Beyonce. As someone who is a fan of Beyonce, and, you know, she's been a part of my whole life. I don't remember a time when there wasn't a Beyonce. Um, you, you know, the girl does steal. She does. And you know, I'm just gonna play you all this quick little clip from ABC, this is a decade ago, and then I'll come back with the rest of my commentary. Now to the accusations that Beyonce may have stolen her moves for the video of her new single, Countdown. A Belgian choreographer says the singer lifted steps from her, from two of her dances. Now this is not the first time Beyonce's routines have well been questioned, but has a superstar taken things a step too far? ABC's entertaining this year. Lot more. We've been examining and looking at both videos. It's a dance war, right? It's is. a big dance war. Well, you know, Beyonce is such a dance superstar that people actually learn the choreography in her videos, then perform it in the clubs and in flash mobs and in tribute videos on YouTube. So, what does it mean if the routines she does aren't exactly original? Well, take a look for yourself. It's the dance off playing out around the world. Mega pop star Beyonce versus a little known Belgian choreographer claims the singer stole her signature moves. Take a look at Beyonce's countdown video. And now watch Anna Teresa de Kiersmaker's choreography. De Kiersmaker told a Belgian radio station, quote, this is plagiarism, this is stealing. What's rude about it is that they don't even bother about hiding it. Can I get catty in the dance world? 
Oh, God, yeah. We showed the video to renowned choreographer Larry Kegwin. When I watch the 30-second clip of this video, I feel as if it's a little bit of a copy, but when I watch the larger video, it feels more like an homage. Beyonce has been accused of incorporating others' moves into her routines before, including Bob Fosse's in her Put a Ring on It video. This year, her Billboard Music Awards performance was similar to this Italian pop star. Beyonce said she was inspired by the singer. But when does inspiration turn to dance theft? The question here is whether uh, too much was taken, but it's entirely possible that rubbing one's hair or pulling a blouse down uh, was originated by her. One thing is for sure, everyone from little girls, to grandma, and even football players will continue to be inspired by Beyonce. And Beyonce released a statement to the New York Times saying clearly the ballet Rosa's Danced Rosas was one of many references for my video countdown. It's one of the inspirations used to bring the feel and look of the song to life. She did not, however, return our calls. So you be the judge at home. Well, we're talking about how you asked the question, how do you know when it goes from being inspired to plagiarism, if you will? It's tough to... Yeah, plagiarism is entire dance, uh, right. like, sets, it's but, like, little, little moves, very hard to say that it's plagiarism. I saw a lot of flash games in both of them. So, that's those examples right there. Also, when Beyonce did her song Formation back in 2016, <clears throat> one of the big controversies around that was um, she sampled a YouTuber who has since passed away, but actually passed away before the song, um, named Messy Maya. Um, if you look at the formation video, um, the guy who says, what happened to New Orleans? That's Messy Maya. She sampled his vocals on there um, and his family said they weren't paid. Um, no one told them that she was doing that and stuff. So yeah, Beyonce does have a shady past when it comes to stuff like this. So, you know, I understand people, you know, saying Beyonce's a thief and whatnot after what Khalees said. Now, having said that, you know, what I'm going to just give you all a warning. Um, you know, the, the people who are on board with Khalees, some of y'all may try to cancel me after what I'm going to say um, right now. But, hey, it is what it is. So, when I went and I listened to the actual album, when it was officially released on Friday and I got to the song Energy y- you know and I compared that song with Khalees' song I'm sorry you know I, I feel like Khalees is mad at the wrong person literally none of Khalees' vocals were on that song Energy like with the way Khalees was, was describing what happened I'm expecting to hear like her vocals on this song and I didn't. It's just the beat. And it's only a small part of the beats. You know, I saw people are saying the La 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 song is from Khalees' milkshake. And no, that's not true. That La 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 part of energy um, is from a Tina Marie song. And, you know, the more, the more you know, digging I did, the more I realized, you know, Khalees is barking at the wrong person. Yeah, Beyonce has stolen shit from other people and done shady stuff. But in this situation, Beyonce did nothing wrong. 
Okay, Beyonce contacted the people who own that song, which is Pharrell and the Neptunes. Unfortunately, Khalees does not own that song. She does not own a large majority of her catalog. And you know, I feel like Khalees should either one, try to take Pharrell to court and get and get her masters back or do a Taylor Swift and an Ashanti and re-record those albums. That's honestly what I think Khalees should do. Because, you know, her coming at Beyonce and saying it was theft and Beyonce was stealing, basically. I'm sorry, that's not true. And truth be told, Beyonce could try to sue Khalees for defamation of character because that is, you know, a damaging thing to say. I doubt Beyonce would do that. It looks like Beyonce ain't gonna say nothing like she normally does. But you know, you know, Khalees saying Beyonce stole, I'm sorry, that's just not true. And I also have a problem with the way stealing is being used in this situation because, you know, a, a person can't steal something from you if you do not own that thing that you claim this person stole. That's not stealing. And I feel like the word stealing, especially in terms of the music industry, is being used too freely for my liking. And that's just me keeping it all the way 100. Y'all may disagree and that's fine, but you know, that's just how I feel. Because Beyonce didn't steal shit in this instance. I also noticed that, because um, I listened to some YouTubers talk about this topic, and there are, th- there are two things I'm noticing when this topic was discussed. One, you know, if the YouTuber did not like Beyonce or care for Beyonce, they were on, you know, Khalees' side. I saw people saying, well, they, they, they know Khalees doesn't own the song, but it's just the common courtesy and stuff like that. And hey, if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. But you know, when I went through these, you know, YouTubers archives, and you know, I found, I, you know, I saw a similar instance that happened between Kai and the City Girls, and I looked at what those YouTubers said about that. I'm sorry, I gotta call call a spade a spade. But those of y'all who don't know, back in 2018, when the City Girls popped up on the scene, one of their um, first songs that really went viral was a song called Fuck That Nigga. And that song, you know, sampled Kaya's famous My Neck and My Back. And, you know, when that happened, Kaya went off on them and a manager went on, on Instagram and said they were stealing from her, that why didn't they call her, that she wasn't paid, that, you know, this is how, you know, independent artists are treated. And all for the City Girls manager, P, to come out and, you know, show documents and proof that he paid the people who own the song and we kind of find out that Kai doesn't own this song. And that's Kai's biggest hit. And, you know, these YouTubers back in 2018 were saying Kai is bitter, Kai needs to grow up, she needs to either go to court and re-record the song and whatnot. But I just noticed when it's Beyonce and Khalees, the energy is completely different, even though those are somewhat similar instances. I also noticed that, you know, some of the YouTubers who were on Beyonce's side in LA, Beyonce's never done this before and calling Khalees irrelevant and stuff and jealous. I noticed these same people have videos about Jennifer Lopez, you know, using songs that were made for other people or, you know, taking other people's songs and you know, creating a different a different song. And you know, they were calling Jennifer Lopez all sorts of culture vultures and, and again, thieves and whatnot. When again, a lot of them singers had no rights to those songs. 
the producer did. And if Jennifer Lopez did all the paperwork and contacted the people who created this song, who had rights to it, and they approved it, J-Lo didn't steal shit. So, but again, you know, when it's Beyonce, it's a different response. You know, that's why I, that's why I will always say Beyonce is the most polarized, well, one of the most polarized entertainers of our era. She is. I also think that, you know, there needs to be a conversation around sampling, about artists' rights, about owning your music, and about originality. Because I feel like in the past 10 years, because a lot of people don't know a lot about the music industry, um, you know, these things have just become messy and colluded and you have people who don't know what the hell is going on. Okay, especially in black, the black music genres mostly, especially in hip hop and, and house music and dance music, sampling is a thing. Okay, the one of the first hip hop um, songs that you know really put hip hop on the map is Rapper's Delight. Okay, and Rapper's Delight is is wrapped over Chic, a Chic song. I believe it's Good Times. I think that's the song that that they rapped over. I could be wrong, but I believe they um, Rapper's Delight wrapped over Good Times. And again, yes, now Rodgers did sue them for that in one. But sampling has always been a thing in hip hop. It's always been a thing in, you know, dance music. Okay, and you know, Michael Jackson, I'm a Michael Jackson fan of Michael Jackson is one of the greatest to ever do it. But Michael Jackson has taken other people's songs without their permission as well. And then again, because when people didn't own the rights to that song, he could do that. One of Michael Jackson's famous songs, You Gotta Be Starring Something, that is a sample of this of this African guy's song. The Mama Say Mama Say Mama Say. You know, people think Michael Jackson came up with that on his own. No, he didn't. That was from an African guy. And that African guy, I believe he sued and did win. So, you know, a conversation does need to be had around this, as well as, you know, older acts doing what Taylor Swift has, is doing and re-recording, you know, their albums if they can't go to court. Because, you know, the rules on that are very murky. And as the great Pablo Picasso always said, good artists borrow, but great artists steal. And I take that quote to mean this. Nothing's ever original. Nothing. And you will always have someone who will try to take something from the past and rework it and try to put it out of something new. And I'm not saying that's right, but I'm saying, you know, that's the reality. And I think we, you know, if you're going to be in this music industry, you got to understand that and therefore take the proper precautions to make sure that no one touches your shit. You know, that's my personal opinion on that. So let's get to the actual album. <clears throat> so I listened to the album three times yesterday. And you know, in my personal opinion, I will give the album an eight out of 10. Um, it's not Beyonce's best album, 
But you know what? It's still a good album. I actually enjoyed the album. I didn't skip none of the songs. I listened to the songs through. And you know what? I did enjoy them. I did. And you know, it it, it, it is a dance house album. It really is. But I also think, you know, because I saw, you know, some of the reviews and stuff, because I noticed people were comparing her and Drake. You know, Drake dropped that dance album last month and people were comparing her and Drake. And I'm sorry, I felt I felt like that was not a good comparison. And this is why some of these genres probably need to be redefined. Beyonce's Renaissance is a dance album, yes, but it's a house slash New Orleans bounce slash hip hop album. Okay, if you listen to any of this song, that's what's on the album. Drake's album is a Baltimore house slash EDM slash um, European, European pop album. The producers on Drake's album are either from Europe or South Africa, and there's a completely different sound than Beyonce's album. And to be honest with you, Beyonce's album is way better than Drake's album. And I, I'm just I'm just gonna keep that all the way a hundred, you know. And I did an Instagram post on that. Also, I did a video on that, so y'all can go back in my archives and listen and look at what I said. But yeah, Beyonce did the assignment way better than Drake. Now, as far as the songs that I like, you know, I, after playing this after playing this song three after playing this album three times. My favorite songs from this album are I'm That Girl, Alien Superstar, um, Break My Soul, Church Girl, Virgo's Groove, Thick, America Has a Problem, and Summer Renaissance. I added autumn songs to my playlist on Spotify because my CD has just come in the mail. And, you know, I love them songs. You know, it's really a feel-good dance album. At the end of the day, that's what this album is. It's a, it's a, you know, nice song to jam to. It's a nice song to do workouts. Then I was doing Pilates listening to Thick, y'all. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a carefree album. And she said that's what, and she said that's what, um, she wanted this album to be. Now, do I think the album's for everybody? No, I don't. You know, dance music, while it's big in certain parts of the world, it's still a niche. It's still a niche genre here in the United States. Um, you know, if it's uh, right now, if it's not trap music or if it's not, you know, K-pop, those are the two big genres taking over America right now. You, you know, other stuff kind of gets pushed to the side. But internationally, I do think you know a lot of these songs would be hits. Because I mean, look at Drake. You know, a lot of people shitted on the album here in America, but, you know, worldwide, the album did really good. And them songs took off and was selling like hotcakes worldwide. So that's what I think um, is going to happen with this album. Um, I will say this. Going forward, because Beyonce split this album into three sections. Um, this is act one she released. Going forward, I do think this is going to be Beyonce's last album, just how she's been acting with this album rollout. Um, she has not released any music videos as of yet or visuals. She's put pictures on her website. And, you know, to be honest with you, I think some of these pictures are from some of the music videos she's probably going to release later. But, you know, she, you know, th this is her first time of releasing an, a body of work with no visuals. 
even when she did them surprise albums, she dropped them as visual albums also, where you can, you know, look at all the videos as one. And this is her first time not doing that. And, you know, again, the fact that she broke this album to three different sections, I think she is signaling that she's about to bow out. Because, you know, Beyonce has been doing this damn near 25 years. And, you know, no one stays at the top too long. And sometimes it's good to bow out gracefully. And, and you know, and, and just and just be a part of the Celine Dion and Diana Ross crowd where you just sing the same song over and over and still are able to make a living for, you know, her kids. Um, but me, personally speaking, I did enjoy this album and I give it an 8 out of 10. I also like that on her website, she dedicated um, this album to her three kids and she actually showed a rare picture of all her three kids. And she dedicated to her mom, Tina, and her mother's brother, her great uncle Johnny, who she said, um, for those of you who don't know, Tina, her mom, and Johnny used to dress Destiny's Child back in the day. Um, Johnny died of AIDS a few years ago. And, um, you know, Beyonce really did love this man, and she credited him with introducing her to all sorts of music, especially this house music. Because I'll be honest with you, the album very much gay. I, and, you know, coming from me, y'all, y'all should pick up on T on that. <laughs> but I enjoyed that. Um, so we'll see what else is in store for Miss Beyonce. But that's my opinion of this album, and I'll catch you all later.